podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. I'm Rachel, by the way. (laughs) I feel like I never say that. Hi, my name is Rachel. My name is Rachel, and this is my mom. Marie. Yeah, hi, mom. Or mom. Just call me mom. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. How you doing today? Well, I'm all right. Graduation is almost done. Praise be. Mom's a baker, so she's been baking a lot of cakes. For all of those kids that Just are graduating. Just decorating cakes. I don't bake the cakes. Okay, fair. Sorry. It's a fake bake. She's really good at decorating cakes. I'm okay. Oh my god. All Take right, a fine. compliment. All right, fine. I'm, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great, except for when I don't get it right, and then people get mad, and they start yelling at me. Who could yell at you? Oh, this lady did today, but we won't talk about her just in case she's a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we are off location. Off location? On location. We are not at our normal recording site. In our recording studio. (laughs) Which is your living room. And we are in Diane's... Dining uh, area. Dining room. The woman who created our logo. My aunt. Mom's sister. Da-dum-dum. So if you hear a dog howling outside, that's because there's a dog howling outside. And if you hear a cat meowing even closer, that's because... There's cat quarantine. Man, Lamar just really wants to get out of that back room. Yep. He's a three-legged beast. Yeah. He can't stop meowing. All right. So, Rachel, how are you doing? You worried about me? What about you? I'm doing fine. I'm a little tired. Of, I want my own bed in my own house. I'm ready to be done cat sitting. Not that I don't love these cats. They're very sweet, but I need a break. They're cats. nice cats. Every time I pet sit, it reminds me why I don't have a pet myself, because it's just too much... It doesn't remind you. It shows you why you shouldn't. Right. But other than that, I'm doing fine. I had been watching this thing about um, on YouTube. doesn't matter. But this guy keeps talking about how, the, how Frasier is his favorite show. And I never watched Frasier. Did you watch Frasier? Oh, I watched Frasier. So I was it's like, I want to watch Frasier, but I'm kind of a completist. Like, I need to watch everything. And so I was like, Frasier... Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers, and so I can't watch Frasier until I watch Cheers. Yes, because Frasier begins in Cheers. Yeah, so I felt like I couldn't start watching Frasier without first watching Cheers. And but Cheers went on for how many seasons? Eight seasons. Eight seasons, oh my so god. So I started watching Cheers this weekend. <laughs> I'm four episodes into season one. And Cheers is pretty funny. I mean, that was a funny show. It's like very much of its time. It's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like got the laugh track and the kind of... But the jokes are still... Cute. Ted Danson, Shelley Ted, Long. Yeah. It's still Rita like Perlman. it's still funny and it's Rhea, like not Rita. Yeah, Rhea. It's like it's like very heartwarming. Woody show. Harrelson. He hasn't shut up yet. Oh. Yeah. I mean oh, sorry. neither has Frasier. I think they're a little later. Frasier is a little later. So I'm waiting to see what happens with all that. That's so anyway, that's what's new with me as I, I started watching Cheers. Uh Netflix? Yeah. Well it's all available on Netflix. So is Frasier. Oh. Well you'll be able to like scooch right in. I know. Seems like kind of a commitment, but I wanna I wanna watch it. It's them. a part of T V history. I know, Rachel. and I've never seen Cheers. What's wrong with me? You ever watch All in the Family? No. Oh my god. Is that another sitcom I should watch? Don't tell me to watch Roseanne. <laughs> no. I no. We didn't oh. talk about that at all, by the way. Roseanne? Oof. Lordy. Do you not want to talk about it? No, we could talk about it. I didn't... I watched Roseanne a little bit on and off when it was originally on. Same. But I never watched it when it rebooted. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Because I wasn't I f- like a super fan, so no. I didn't care that I mean, she always it. annoyed me, so it was like... Anyway, yeah, we don't have to talk about Roseanne. I don't want to, like, add more flame to that um, no. press that she's getting. Suffice to say that uh, I'm not a fan. She's like a... Of her show or her personhood. <laughs> me either. I mean, I think she just does it for attention, and she's stupid. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's. 
I think she's a little, it's unfortunate because I think that she's been kind of like brainwashed a little bit to believe some crazy conspiracy theories that aren't true. Yeah. And she's also racist. Yeah. So, so. Um, I, I was bummed because I feel like there, there's a lot of good potential with her show to like bring together a lot of divisiveness because like I think pop culture can do that for society. And I right. think, you know, her show could have done that and created like, you know, uh, a common ground for a lot of different types of people. To my understanding. Um, and it's a bummer that... She ruined it. ...that that wasn't allowed to happen because yeah. of her. Yeah. So anyway, that's all we'll say about Roseanne. That's it. She will not be mentioned. Anymore. Anymore. Um, anyway. Anywho. Um, Mom and I were talking before she came over today about what we wanted to talk about on the pod, and I was saying it might be fun to talk now about another show that she and I watched and loved, or at least watched together. I don't know that we necessarily loved the one we're going to talk about. I don't, yeah, I don't think we did. And we but, couldn't think of one, because we've talked about so many on the show. We've talked about Gilmore Girls, we've talked about Justified, we've talked about... Um, no list them all. Oh, okay. They already know. I'm just saying, we've talked a lot about shows that we've watched together and we loved. We do have other likes. Besides watching TV together? Like what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going, I don't know where I was going with that. But what I was going to say was, carry on. We also have this habit, mom and I, of picking up new summer shows that premiere and giving them a try. We do. Because usually they last like maybe 10 episodes and then you never hear from them again. Sometimes Mm. they're spinoffs of other shows. Sometimes they're reboots of old shows. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're weird creations that aren't very good. And sometimes, as in today, they are... A gem among gems. (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. This is well, definitely this, not a gem. This all started out. Can I just say that it's a show based on a, TV, a book? Yes. That well, that's what, what I, was, I was going to say. Okay. Well, I just wanted to finish my sentence, but go ahead. <laughs> Am I stepping on your toes? No, not at all. Go ahead. No, no, you. I'm done. Oh, no. That was what I wanted to say. It's a show based on a book. <laughs> all right. So anyway, it's a show based on a book. Oh, really? And the <laughs> Are you going to be a dick to me I'm this sorry. whole time? And the books we loved. Mm-hmm. Well, you still love. Mm-hmm. Do we still love? Would you reread? <laughs> anyway, the book is called The Sword of Shannara. Yes. And we start, and it's by Terry Brooks. Yes. And we started, and it's kind of like a Lord of the Ring-esque type of deal. Yes. Is that the way you would say that in your, you know, highfalutin grammatical manner? Are you going to be a dick to me today? <laughs> No. What I was going to say was this episode might get a little nerdy because it's a book series. Not that all of our episodes aren't nerdy, but this one especially. Because this is a book series, a high fantasy, multi-volume book series that Mom and I both have read. and uh, I don't think you've read them all because I've continued... Well, what I was going to say was that when I was like 13, it was my birthday and you came into my bedroom and I was on, you're not going to remember this. Nope. (laughs) Maybe I was 12 and I was on the top bunk Mm -hmm. of my bed and it was my birthday. Oh, and birthday. Yeah. And you came in and you handed me this paperback, like trade copy, like, you know, like just they mass marketed these books, but you handed me a copy of this book, The Sword of Shannara, and Mm -hmm. you said, I got this for you for your birthday. I think you're going to like reading it. I did? This is what happened, and you don't remember it, and this is why I wanted to say oh, to start the podcast. I'm so special. And it was a very, like, it was special, and that's how I started reading these books. Oh. And then you and I kind of, you know, we read them together for many years, this mm. series. They went on forever. Yes. And so... I don't remember doing that. Oh, <laughs> I was a good mom. <laughs> you were. 
Yeah. You don't remember that at all? No. That's funny. Hmm. Well, it's true. Um, that I'm a good mom? That I remember that I was a good mom? It's true that you're a good mom. Good. Um, and it's true that you did this thing. Pass that around. The first trilogy was The Sword of Shannara, which is the book you gave me on my 12th birthday. Right. The Elfstones of Shannara and The Wish Song of Shannara. Right. And which then were all really good books. Right. And then there was The Scions of Shannara, The Druid uh, of Shannara, The Elf Queen of Shannara, and The oh Talismans my. of Shannara. How far did you get? I read all of those. Oh, wow. Pretty you good. You did too. And then there was The Voyage of, would you say that's Gerald? I always I said Jarl. I called it Jarl. Okay. Well, the Voyage of Jarl Shannara, which was the Isle Witch, Antrax, and Morgwar. Oh, my God. Which I read all of those. Did you really? Yes. I read those too. Said 130 years after the first ones. Mm-hmm. High Druid of Shannara, which was Jarkarus, Tanaquil, and Straken. Did you read those? I didn't read Straken. I, I'm pretty sure I did, but I can't remember any of them. And then after that, there's this, like, Wards of Fairy, didn't read that. Bloodfire Quest, didn't read that. Witch Wraith, didn't read that. I read you, those. You did read those. Check. So, yes. yeah, you read all of those. And then there's, like, the Darkling Child, the Sorcerer's Daughter. I didn't read those I read either. those. Those came out, like, in the last year or so. Yes. So Terry Brooks is prolific. Like, the first books. Oh, man. Yeah, the first books came out, when did the Sword of Shannara first come? 1977 was when that novel was written. That's when I graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still he's still producing those books. God, he must be like really old. Yeah. Because I am, so he must be. He began writing them in 1967, Terry Brooks. So what's the last book that he read? That he wrote. wrote. That he wrote. It looks like The Fall of Shannara is a planned four-book series that will conclude the overall story of arc of the Shannara universe. Oh, my beginning God. Beginning with The Black Elfstone, which will be published, it already did, apparently, last year. Oh, I didn't um, read that one. And then the second book, The Scar Invasion, is set to be published, which should have been last you month. You know, so. I, this makes me want to go and get the ones that I've stopped. Of course, yeah, yeah. You were all caught up. You only are, you know, like, two away from... I think from... I read The Sorcerer... I don't think I read The Sorcerer's Daughter. Anywho. The overall concept of these books is yes. that there's this, like kid has this heritage this bloodline that allows will him to control Amsford. will Amsford. he's found by this druid what was the druid's name mm, magical man in a pointy hat it's been a long time since i read these the uh, druid's name was alanon alanon yes oh yes alanon so alanon finds him tells him that he has this heritage this bloodline that's going to allow him to like bind the dark lord back into his tomb or whatever so he's always a bad guy so it's a lot like, yes, Lord of the Rings There's elves involved. There's elves, there's dwarves, there's all these different things. So anyway, that's the the series. I've read them with mom. I read them like my entire like teen years and into my adult life and have not read them in a while. Right. So we heard through the grapevine mm-hmm. that MTV, was it MTV? It was MTV. MTV was going to be remaking or producing yeah. a show called... Uh, the Chronicles of Shannara, yeah, which you know put Rachel and I just in a sci-fi tizzy. Well, because it's like <laughs> when you hear about something that you love getting made into another like um, with, format. You know, Real people, yes. Yeah, like, you know, either like a book that you read coming into a movie or, you know, a movie that you you're used kind to love that's now a TV it. show. Yeah. They're fun to watch. You're excited to like you look forward to Like Fifty Shades of Grey. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Was that a mom joke? <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a mom joke. <laughs> Did you see those movies? Well, not in the theater. <laughs> Why is I, that funny? Well, I read the books. Yeah, I read the books. 
everybody, read the books. Everybody, okay, read, everybody books. read the books. And that, well, you were just saying, like, a book made into a movie. So that's the first one that popped into my brain. But would you have said that you were excited to see the movies? Of the uh, no. Sh- yeah. Like, <laughs> no. The, it's not like you loved the Fifty Shades of Grey books. They're that really you were, like, stupid movies. They're really stupid books. The books <laughs> well, you know, if you want to get your, you know, freak on, they're pretty good. They kind of rev your motor. Oh, my God. All right. No more bowling talk. <laughs> just saying. They rev your motor. They re- so well, awkward. you know, I remember talking to somebody. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Do we want to go down this road? I don't know. I always like to see where your roads go. I had a friend <laughs> at work. Uh-huh. Uh, I no longer work with this person. We mm-hmm. won't say if it's a girl or a boy. Fair. And uh, just in case that, you know, they hear this. Mm-hmm. But they weren't, like, you know, feeling it anymore. Like, wanting to, you know, go oh there. Oh, my God. Okay. So I said, you know what? Read these books and... They'll rev it, your motor. It'll rev your motor. They'll make you want to go bowling. And guess what? <laughs> She's been bowling a lot. <laughs> she said you weren't going to say if it was a girl or a oh, guy. Shit. <laughs> they. She or he. She or they. He. he or she. They are. Oh. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. Right. So anyway, books that are made into TV shows. Yeah. So we got excited. It's going to be on MTV. I remember. I remember calling you and saying, "Look at this." Yep. And, and we sent got me the trailer. Yeah. So we got a little excited. The thing that was like immediately worrisome mm. was that it was an MTV show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, that's probably just wrong. Those if are it was not be notoriously on the CW, good. It might have been better. I think they could have, and it could have been better. CW could have done it well because the CW does good shows. Well, they do good, like, teen shows. Yes. Yeah. Although, the thing about this is, like, it did not need to be, like, a teen drama. Like, that's not the format of the books in any way. Right. And, like, instead, what, and what MTV did, which is why we're saying it could have been on CW, was they made it into a thing that 15, 16-year-old girls would want to watch. <laughs> right. Stars this guy. Who is that guy? Wasn't he on Glee? No. Um, I was just looking that up myself. Austin Butler. Yeah, Austin Butler, he who, like, in... looks like a quintessential teen heartthrob. He was on <laughs> He was on Arrow, The Carrie Diaries. Switched at Birth, The Blingering, uh, Life Unexpected. Yeah. Like, just a bunch of teenage shows. A bunch of teenage teen stuff. Movies. I think oh, he The dates, Wizards of Waverly Place. He dates somebody. I have no idea. He dates somebody fancy. Can we pause? Sorry, I had to relocate. The cat <sighs> meowing was was straight up driving me insane. And now, now we're in the, what does she call this? The Union Hall? The Legion Hall. The le- now we're in the Legion Hall. It's like a little bar in Diane's basement that's very cute. Okay. So Where were we? <laughs> you were asking about who... Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> who is the guy? Who will... What's Butler? Austin. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Yes, he's a teen heartthrob. He would yes. have been in, like, Beat Magazine, and he's dating Vanessa Hudgens. So uh, the point yeah. is, is that MTV took what was, like, a high fantasy novel series and made it into a teen, yeah, teeny Yeah, I, th- I think they were trying to go Teen Wolf. Yeah. But it was going to be not. <laughs> so I think we knew going in to have, to set our expectations low, right? Yes. It just well, wasn't going to be, like, you know, a Peter Jackson-esque take no. on Lord of the Rings. It was going to be kind of No, shitty. but Terry Brooks, I think, was one of the executive producers. I think I read that. And I was hoping that, you know, it might be a cool show to watch. But, because we enjoyed the book so much that... Yeah. We were hoping. Yes, Terry Brooks is one of the executive producers. And who else was? Somebody interesting. John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah, was he's, another one. He's involved in the... Which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, he must have really loved the books too. But yeah. I, it's like, I just, I don't understand. Okay, so why don't you say what you thought of the show? Well, I mean, it, it kind of followed the book. Not much. I mean, a little bit. 
<laughs> but, I mean, you knew who the characters was. You knew Will Armsford and where he came from and what was happening with him. Mm-hmm. And and then they kind of went to the, the it's Tree like of Life. They, and, they mixed the first three books together yeah, into one, it was like, ten-episode season. They mixed yeah. them all together. The other thing was, is that in the book series, it's not until you get into, like, Antrax, that book, that you learn or you get the sense that, that what's happening in these books is our distant future. It's our distant future? Oh, yes. Right? This is, like, our distant future. There are these things well, they're they, discovering that are, like, old computers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, in this in this show, they're on horseback, but they're going by rusted-out vehicles, right? Yeah, so the point is, is that the MTV show decided to kind of just, like, reveal that fact about the world that yeah. these novels take place in within, like, the first episode. And it can't be that far in the future because there's, like, street signs still up and, like... Yeah. You know, things aren't haven't degraded that much. And so it's like, they just really messed with inner mythology. Yeah, they, they the, did. Or like the world building that the novels did. Yeah, they did um, mess with it a little bit. Is there going to be a season two? There has been a season two. Oh. <laughs> so it got canceled on MTV after the first season, which aired 2016. The okay. first season came out in 2016, and then it got canceled, and then it got picked up by Spike, which is no longer a channel. It's like it's the, Paramount now. Yeah, Paramount Network. Yeah. So it got picked up by Spike, and that aired in 2017. It had like another 10 episodes oh, in November oh. of 2017. I mean, the ki- the the actors <laughs> we're okay. I mean, that Austin Butler was a little too... Um... I don't think any of them were particularly good. <laughs> I'm trying to give it... I'm trying to, like, be nice. They were all, actors. like, super attractive. Yes. Like, very much... There wasn't like, an ugly B one actors. Bunch. Yes. Yes. And super attractive B actors. <laughs> super attractive. That's not a bad thing to say. No, that's what they that's were. That's not a bad thing to be. I'm sure they make a lot of money. Yeah, like the guy who played Alan on the Druid was in uh, oh the movie God. Death Race 2050. He, had, like, he was like really buff. He was beautiful. Oh my he, God. He's, I'm sure he still is. This actor is not dead. I'm sure he is too, but when you're reading the book, <laughs> yeah. you do not get that picture of him in your mind. Well, that's the point. It's like the book doesn't make these characters into like sexy characters. No, they don't. <laughs> like, they that's don't. not the Definitely point not. of this book. I feel like I wonder if they really took into consideration the fan base that read these books and whether or not. Yeah, no, I think they were just looking, MTV was just looking for another quick money quick money and grab some teeny boppers yeah can you think of an adaptation from book to show or movie that you did like Uh, like we already talked about 50 shades of gray (laughs) i mean that's a bad example because it was a book you didn't really care about and a movie that sucked (laughs) like is there anything that you loved that they adapted that you thought they did a really good job with They did a really good job with the Lord of the Rings series. Oh, true. I didn't even think of Lord of the Rings. I feel like they didn't do that great of a job with the Hobbit series. They were just extending it to make money. I like the Hobbits. Okay. (laughs) I I didn't. Sorry. What was that dude's name? (laughs) I liked him. I like Martin Freeman. No, no, no. The one with the blue eyes. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. He's in Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Isn't that the Hobbit one? Oh, man. Whatever. Same, like, era. And it's not. <laughs> My rotten memory is a 99. <laughs> what? A 99, like on the Rotten Tomato score? That would make it good. Oh, shit. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> so My bad ra- at that. <laughs> My rat, I can never get it right. Anywho. My point is, is that I think often when things get adapted into movies or TV shows. They lose the fun. Well, it's just so hard. I mean, it's hard because, like, when you love something like that, you don't want to see them change anything about it. Yeah. You have, like, you have high hopes, and then our hopes were dashed Mm. because this this show was easily forgettable. Yeah. But 
it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the people were pretty. The people were pretty, and the sets were interesting. <laughs> no, I think it was just a quick, yeah. a quick. Let's see if we can do this and see if it you makes know, money, if it works. But poor Terry Brooks. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the Rotten Tomato score for this first season of Is Sword of Shannara. A- you want to take a guess? Okay, wait a minute. Rotten Tomato, higher it is, the better the show. Yes. So I'm going to say it was like a 45. Well, you're close. It was a 54. Ah, I was so close. <laughs> I'm learning um, my Rotten Tomatoes pretty well. And then it says, The Shannara Chronicles wears its influences heavily on its sleeve and needs to find surer footing before it can tap its true potential. But Ugh. it still might suffice for viewers in search of a teen-friendly Game of Thrones. Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> a teen-friendly Game of Thrones? It's total bullshit. And Game also, of Thrones is like crazy. I completely forgot about how great an adaptation Game of Thrones is. That's right. That's for the books. <laughs> Has anybody actually read those thick-ass books? Because I tried to. Oh, my God. There's a lot of, like, familial line tracking that you There's need to do for skippage. Game of Thrones. There's a lot of skippage. You skipped a lot of the book. Oh, my God. How thick is it? Like, the first book is probably, yeah. you know... Yeah. It's a sandwich thick. It's like it's a, a Martone sandwich thick. It's a big deli hoagie. <laughs> it's a deli hoagie. Anyway, Sword of Shannara, read the books, don't watch the show. For sure. The books are very, very good. This reminds me, when I get home, I'm going to look and get a list. You're going to tell me what book. <laughs> the last book I read. Yeah, I'll tell you the last Then I'll get them for the summer. Good. That's a good one. You feel like you can just jump back in, having not read it for like a couple of years? Uh, I think you probably can, because, you know, yeah. it's all the same. I yeah. mean, it's not all the same, but if he's ending the series, you gotta finish I want to get into it and finish it, because there's course. like 2,000 books in the series. Yeah. Read the books. Right. If anybody wants to borrow them, give me a ring-a-jing, ding-a-ring, ring-a-ling. They're like a Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings light. All right, Ma, do you have a word of wisdom for the day? Oh, my God. Do I have a word of wisdom? Oh, I have a word. Did I talk about my sneezing? No. Like when you're driving down the road. Uh-huh. And you know you're going too fast. Well, this hat. I just, I feel like a dork. <laughs> it's because it's dorky, but it's it's your word of wisdom. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's kind of like OCD. It's a thing you've started doing and you can't stop doing it. Yeah. So tell the I mean, listeners like what it is. it's like when you go to bed at night, check all your doors. Sure. So sometimes when I'm driving in the car, on the it can be on the highway, it can be on the byway, whatever. And you run across a cop that's parked there, and you know he's going to be, he's looking at people that are speeding. He wants to catch you because you're speeding. Right. Here's a little trick I learned. <laughs> it's not been tested. I haven't gotten a ticket. I, but you also <laughs> haven't gotten pulled over. I've gotten pulled over once. Okay, what what's the trick that you learned? The trick that I learned is as soon as you see the cop, pretend that you're sneezing. Because then he's going to think <laughs> that you're, sne- you're going fast because your foot hit the pedal when you sneeze. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just stupid. <laughs> the cop will see you sneeze. Oh, like he'll and then when he pulls you over, you can say... I was going the right speed, but, but when I, I sneezed, a, my foot hit the pedal harder. I had an, I had a like an apocalypse, apocalypse, apoplectic, apoplectic, it's not apocalyptic. Apoplectic, oh fuck, apoplectic, how do you say it? Apoplectic. Apoplectic? Apoplectic. 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 Jeez Louise. But that means that you got really angry. (laughs) So 
like you had a sneezing fit? You had a fit. Anyway, we're not going to try to smell it. You'll think that you hit the the gas with your foot. Yeah, and I think my counter argument to that is if you are the kind of driver that can't control your speed when you sneeze, (laughs) then he's probably going to suggest you stop driving your vehicle. Oh, come on. It's just, you know. Hey, if it it works for you, more power to you, and I encourage everyone to do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you want to say anything else? No, I'm good. Have a good Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, a podcast by me and Rachel. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at TV with my mom, and you can follow us on Twitter at TV with mom. And you can send us an email, TV with my mom at gmail.com. You always wait for me to say that. <laughs> and you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you like this podcast, give it a like or give it a review or share it with your friends so more people can hear it. Yeah. We're going to thank John Dodson again. As always, for As our always. theme song, and also Diane Sullivan for the use of her basement this week and also for doing our logo. Thanks, guys. We really love it. We do appreciate your generosity. All right. We will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Over and out. Sounds like like you had more to say. I was going to say Ranger Rick, but I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs)